More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Any Podcast. Joining me today is my buddy Rick Silverman. Rick and I teach together at my new facility out in Paradise Valley, Arizona. Rick and I grew up together, uh, golfed together, played college golf together, high school, college, the whole thing. We've been friends for a long, long, long time. And Rick uh, taught with the John Jacobs Golf Schools, which I started with when I was first starting my teaching career. But Rick taught for them for I don't know, 35 years? 35 years. 35 years, long time. But uh, always good to talk to you, Rick. Uh, Great great to be here, Hank. Love talking golf with you. Uh, We have been talking a lot about Phil Mickelson. Phil. You you got some, you you, you have a lot of opinions on that. And I'm like, man, he he is, I mean, he's gotten creamed. uh, They've got, someone's got... Monahan's got his boot on his neck, not not letting up. They, he lost all his. He's, the, some of them they call they called it a pause. A couple, I think. I think the Callaway called it a pause. Cal- 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 he lost Callaway, but he lost Workday sponsorship. This is all over these comments he made. Yes, a few weeks ago, where he was talking about the greed of the PGA Tour, the obnoxious greed of the PGA Tour. And then he went on to, you know, they. I, I guess there's this book co- coming out that's a, you know, unauthorized biography about him, and he's quoted in that too, which he says was, you know, off the record or whatever, but <laughs> it's on the record now. And he talked about the uh, Saudis and this whole group that's putting this super golf league together with Greg Norman, and how they were scary, scary people. So now I'm sure. He's totally pissed those guys off, pissed the PGA Tour off, pissed all the people that play the PGA Tour off because they're like, this guy's made this much money. 
and and obviously his choice of words was was not good. I mean, he's paid a severe price for this. Uh, some of the points that he has, though, and we've talked about this before, were good. I mean, you know, the the PJ Tour is like the only sp- sport where the players don't have representation. Rick, I mean, I, I don't know. A lot of people don't know that. I mean, the you know, baseball has a players' association, football has a players' association, basketball has a players' association, golf doesn't. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of players on the PGA Tour shake their heads at. They do. I, 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 you know, I coached on the tour for 35 years, and I mean, I, I know what these guys say. <laughs> I mean, I taught over 100 touring pros. I know what these guys say. Maybe they didn't use the words Mickelson uses, but a lot of guys over the years would say things that, you know, I wonder why they do this or why they do this or this is wrong or that's wrong. But, man, you know, you say stuff like Mickelson did, and then all of a sudden everybody who else has a beef, they go, oh, man, that didn't work out too good for him. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And and that's part of it, isn't it? Don't you think? I mean, don't you think that's part of why they're, you know, they've come down them so hard? I mean, Wow, he lost every sponsorship, like Workday. KPMG. Yeah, Workday. Uh, you know, Callaway. I mean, it's, it's like, wow. Callaway's been with him through thick and thin. Even when the uh, the insider trading thing that he had. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Callaway stuck with him all the time. I wonder why, why, it, why, why it, hurts, it hurts their brand. I mean, they're not, a, they're, I mean, they're not like a, tour sponsor i guess like workday i don't know i mean i don't understand i mean is it just an excuse for people to get rid of them i mean I... what what i'm curious about is he losing these things because of him being critical of saudi arabia and still going to play so. there or him being critical of monahan and the pga tour i wonder if he i mean it sounds like he had a big offer on the table from Saudi Arabia, but but then it kind of sounds like he he didn't want to take that offer. He just you know because he said it, he, you know he said, well this is how you're gonna you know force a little change that now there's leverage against the tour because there's a competitor. But if you really wanted to go, I mean, wouldn't you just? take the money and just sign. I mean, like I would honestly, I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have blamed him for doing that. Why, why, why did he need to say, why did he need to say anything? Why did he just like sign it up and, and I'm out of here. I'll see you later. It's been great. Uh, this is a great opportunity at this point in my career. Uh, you know, and then they, they play the whole card about how I want to grow the game worldwide. I mean, wh- why say anything? I, I guess that I means I'm sure he regrets it now, but. Well, I will say this: if if you had an employee, if employee, you so you you were working for somebody, yeah, and you had an opportunity to go to another company, a competitor, right. right, and they offered you something really nice, yeah, and you went to your employer and said, "Listen, I've been offered this for my as a competitor, yeah." Should your employer all of a sudden just fire you there, or if you were valuable, wouldn't you try to meet those demands and match it? Yeah, or just wish him luck. Oh, yeah, wish, you know, wish him just, luck. Just wish him luck. Hey, you know, sounds like a great offer. Good luck. You know, I wish you nothing but the best. I can't match that, so I'm sorry to see you go, but yeah, good luck to you. But if you wanted to keep him, right. you'd say, well, what can we do, Phil, to keep you here? What's missing? Yeah. 
I don't know what if those conversations ever took place or whatever, but man, now they said he's uh, he's out for the. Um, what what? Uh, he said the, he's taking some time away to prioritize the ones I love most and work on being the man I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's what they all say, isn't it? Well, yeah, because like uh, I would say, like a month ago, he probably was being the man he wanted to be, and then all of a sudden this came out. Yeah, it's all. It's kind of always. That's the same uh, apology. Same script. S- script. Everybody. Everybody. Pretty much uses. He. Uh, he's. They took him off the tur- the tournament. He's kind of the tournament. He was Express. a tournament host at the American Express. Now he's off off of that. He's got. He's taken that in definite leave from playing yeah. i mean he's 51 years old um <laughs> what does that mean how, how does that affect champion store how does it affect the masters that's true well the masters it won't affect the Masters. no i understand but but is he just is that going to be his first tournament back yeah if he won't skip the masters unless he's, no he, he, he won't skip he, so at least he's back for that I'm going to say he won't skip the Masters. Yeah. Oh, man. But I, I don't... I like Phil. I like Phil, too. And the, the thing is that if you were a KPMG or a Callaway, if... I mean, Workday, Phil's Phil been, Phil's been good for Workday. Phil Mickelson, people love Phil Mickelson. I don't know. You think they're going to hate him now? You think he's going to... No. You think the fans care about this stuff? I think that they have gone PGA Tour, Monaghan, and how he's been treated. I think that that creates more sympathy for Phil. You do? I do. Especially his fans. You're more sympathetic for him. Why would anybody? How, how, can, you, how can you not? He, the way he's been treated. What, just that they're all dumping him? Oh, it's just, they're just ganging up on him. Well, they're all, it's, you know, I mean, it, it, I'm sure they didn't probably all get together and gang up. They probably just individually decided one right after another, and then it, it just turns into a big dog pile. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't see, I sure didn't predict that. You know, like when he said that, I don't know, the play, you know, the players piled on him. Roy McIlroy really piled on him. And, uh, you know, other players, you know, piled on him. But I think a lot of those players probably didn't like Phil to begin with, to be honest with you. I, you know, he, he's, he's, you know, some players like him, some players don't. I don't think like everybody, you know, on tour liked Phil. He's pretty outspoken. I mean, I like him, but now it looks like, you know, every, like everybody's like, you know, piled on, like you said. And then, and it's just like, he's, he's like, I mean, man, alive. I wonder if he, he like, what's a, what do you think the future holds for him? Uh, well, of, of all the players, there's, let's say there are 150 guys out there. Yeah. There's only one, Kepka, who said, if he wants to go play, let him go play. Who cares? Yeah. Let him do what he wants to do. Right. I can't believe that there isn't some sort of invisible thumb that someone's putting on everybody to make them get in line. Well, they've all gotten in line now. They I mean, have. I mean uh, Dustin Johnson made the, his statement. He's he's not going. Bryson DeChambeau made his statement. He's not going. These are all guys that were rumored to be going. See, I think they've put the whole kibosh on this whole this whole super golf league thing. 
Well, yeah. Monahan did it. He 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 started it on Phil, and sponsors yeah. just followed suit. Well, I mean, Phil made the comments himself, though. He did. And 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 then and then it's it's like and then the sponsors, you know, I mean, it, the best thing that could have happened to like the PGA Tour and you know not getting defections was Phil Mickelson's comments. I wonder I wonder if there, if 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 there if if like when when he made those comments I wonder if they were like all pissed off about him or I'm talking about the tour or were they happy that he made those comments because they thought okay this is going to backfire on him and now we got everybody Well the That's, way the way they responded by virtually kicking him off the tour Yeah which is what they did they just set a precedent and said, you act like this, you say anything against the tour and uh, the commissioner, this is this could happen to you. Well, you think that you think all those companies like like colluded together and I don't think they colluded. I think that they just saw where it was going with the reigning authority. Right. And they just followed suit. Think of the hypothetical. Let's just say for a second, Phil didn't say anything. Right. And he went to play on the Saudi tour. Okay. Why would the sponsors have dropped him? Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Right. There's no reason to. Right. He's still, people He's still are still watching him. People are still watching people him. He's still, still creating him. impressions. There's no reason for anybody to drop him to say, well, he left the tour, but, but he's still playing professional golf. He's still on television. Mm -hmm. His name is still out there. People yeah. are still following him. Right. Why would any sponsor leave him? He's still yeah. Phil Mickelson. Right. But because of what the, the PGA Tour did to him, sponsors are just falling in line too. Well, what did they do to him? They just, they, they just, they, they, you know, got rid of him as the uh, host of the American Express. Well, mine was pretty critical. And he basically said, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Well, but, but I mean, he, he, he's got to say something. I mean, he's got to say, after Mickelson makes that comment, he's got to, you know, uh, Monaghan's got to say something. He can't just, like, say nothing. Well, he said, anybody goes to that, you're not going to Well, gonna yeah, he said, definitely tour. said that. He's, you know, they're threatening him. I mean, that's what they're doing. But you know you, could, you know that's going to happen. I mean, they're going to threaten those guys that go to, uh, you know, if they if they go to play on the Super Golf League, you know, they're, then, then you know, you're never coming back. You're banned from the tour. You're this, you know, you know they're going to do that, though. I mean, that's just part of the, the, the deal. And I want to talk about uh, what Greg Norman had to say after all this, because it sounds like this thing is blown up, and it's uh, pretty much done de done 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 I, I just don't, I don't see it, this, this, uh, this super golf league. Uh Signing anybody now? I just, I, I, it would shock me if they, if anybody goes over there. I mean, and and, and if it's anybody, it's they're gonna just be so out there on their own, out on a, you know, a boat in the middle of the ocean. I mean, I, I just can't, I just can't see it happening. I really don't. All right. Uh, let me remind you to get your Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Voodoo Pain Relief Cream will help you with your aches and pains, your muscle soreness, your joint pain, your arthritis pain, and you can try it for free. Just go to VoodooPainRelief.com and check it out. All right, we'll be right back. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so Rick, they 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 threatened all these players that if they want to play in this, they're never going to come back again and play on the PGA Tour. And Greg Norman, like, you know, he's got a now he's you know he's the head of this this new league deal. And he's got to come with a statement. So he comes out, and, and what did he say? said, this is just the beginning. And that what Monaghan did wouldn't hold up in court. Legal, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be held up legally, something like that. Well, he's probably right. I mean, I'm sure he's got legal opinions that say that. And the problem is, though, is who wants to be the guy that's going to test that? Well, the challenge you have is that uh, Monaghan... His stance is basically that um, anybody goes to this league would be banned from the PGA Tour. 
He mentioned that in a players meeting right ahead of the Honda Classic. That seems kind of heavy-handed. How, how can you, I mean, I guess they can do whatever they want. I guess I guess they can. It seems like dictatorship there to me. Yeah. But, I mean, it's their tour. If they say, you know, hey, you go play here, you can't. I mean, I, they cut them out. I mean, he's, uh, Phil Mickelson's a, like a, isn't he like a, some kind of lifetime member? I mean, he's. A, well, he, he, has a, he has a status from his records that he can be, basically, he's he, he's exempt from any almost any tournament. Yeah. If he wants to play in it. Well, a lot of other guys aren't in that case. Well, it's, uh, most uh, some of those guys would be that have all been rumored. You know, that one touring pro came out and said these there's 17 guys that were already, you know, committed to this. I don't I don't think there's any committed to this right now. Well, if you're banning players from playing, yeah. then why even have standings that allow you to be exempt for a year or two years? Let's say a guy wins a tournament, he gets all these exemptions and all of a sudden you say, "Oops, sorry." Yeah. Doesn't count anymore. Huh. You don't get those exemptions because you went against what I want yeah. all the players to do. It doesn't seem quite fair to me. Wow. Uh, God. So so I was looking on jeffshackleford.com. Um, <laughs> and he said, like, this is what he said. He said, Mickelson may have lost the plot, but last week's wave of corporate defections seems excessive compared to other athlete controversies. You said the same thing. Right. I mean, what what did he do? Well, I, th- I think it wasn't that he might, he, he might have chosen to go play someplace else. Yeah. I think that because he was going to play someplace else, it hurt Monaghan and the brand that he had developed on the PGA Tour. And he's the one that started everything, banning players because they go do this. And I, I kind of have the feeling that a lot of the sponsors were just trying to get in good graces. Yeah. And not want to rock the boat of the PGA Tour. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I, that's probably a pretty accurate assessment right there. Boy, oh boy. And I think what else Norman said was, but when you try to bluff and intimidate players by bullying and threatening them, you're guilty of going too far. Well, that's what they're doing, and that's what they did. But, I mean, that, that, I don't think that comes as a big surprise that they did that, though. No. I mean, what, what, you know, look at from their standpoint. What, what, what other play did they have? Well, if your brand is so good and so successful, you don't need to bully. You don't need to intimidate. Well, their brand is big and their brand is successful. Uh, it's not – I think they got issues on the PGA Tour. I think they know it, too. I think they know they got to get things going. They gotta, it's got to be better for the better players, and they're working on making it that way with all these bonus things they got going. The other thing is now they're talking about they're talking about redoing because the, the one thing that's ridiculous about the PGA Tour is there's no off season and they play year round and the better players you know they get screwed because if they take a little time off after the season and they don't play in all those wraparound events they're so far behind to begin with on all these FedEx Cup stuff 
that's not fair. So I think I think they're going to change all that stuff. I think they're going to. I think they're going to make a change. And also talking about that uh, having teams too, having a some kind of team concept in the fall series. That's what I've heard, which is pretty much just stealing the idea that they had for this other league. Right, they had a, a, a bunch of teams playing a bunch of teams in, yeah. this, in this league. Which you know I might you know have some might have some interest. It might be you know I mean, they got to do something. I, I don't I don't think I, I I know the answer, but I I do know that sometimes the you know it's just there's too many tournaments. Sometimes the, the PGA Tour is hard to watch. There's no there's no doubt about it. and and they're not. You know they're void of a of stars. I mean they just are. I mean they are void of stars. I mean that's just that's undeniable. Well, they're 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 definitely definitely in the wraparounds because the players who are in contention in the FedEx Cup. Yeah. Let the top thirty players. Right. They've spent the whole season grinding and working hard to get there. They're not going to play in wraparounds. They're going to take a break. In November, December, anyways, come back in the beginning of the year in January. Hmm. So the the wraparounds won't have any, don't have very many of the good players, top players in it, because they need the break. They've been grinding all year to get there. Huh. And I don't know why they just don't have. You know, sometimes they'll have a um, tournaments on the their invitationals, and they have PGA events someplace else. I don't know why they don't go back to the yearly yearly tour. Yeah. You know, January 1st, December 31st. Make it make it be a calendar year. Instead of make it be a an 18-month tour. Yeah, I know that's weird. That 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 that's always been weird. Well, there, I think there's going to be a lot of changes and I think they're going to be coming pretty much fast and furious. As soon as uh, you know we, we, we get moving on this year, I really do. I think I think things are gonna gonna change. Greg Norman, this was his statement: Competition in all aspects of life, sport, and business is healthy, and the players deserve to be well compensated. Which is why so many players have expressed an interest in playing in a new league. But when you threaten to end players' careers, when you engage in unfair labor labor practices. With your web of player restrictions, you demonstrate exactly why players are open-minded about joining a league that treats players well, respects them, and compensates them accordingly for their true worth. And that's when he said, Commissioner, this is just the beginning. It is certainly not the end. Well, I mean, you know, you take, you take all of what Norman said, though, and I'm sure that does have, like, the PJ Tour's attention, and I'm sure they're going to change things. I think they already have. Well, you've always said that the most underpaid athlete. Yeah, I think so. Has been I'm just, Tiger. I'm not saying, I, I has been Tiger. I don't care how much money they, you know, like Mickelson's made in his career. Because look, he's made this much money in his career. He's made forty-five million dollars. You know, whatever he's made in his career. Uh, you know, I understand, but you know, his career is first off, it's so long, and. Compared to, he's one of the greatest golfers of all time. I mean, is, yeah. is he made a lot compared to like 
other sports or I mean I, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. You, the, you look at I mean Patrick you, Mahomes. What I mean, he's getting like a, a you know a, twenty five million a year. That what they get twenty twenty five million a year. <laughs> okay, it plays you know ten years. That's two hundred fifty million dollars. Mickelson made no two hundred fifty million dollars. No, and people always say yeah, but they get endorsements. Yep, yeah, their endorsements are based on their performance. Yeah, they're not performing. They're not getting it. So the the money they get for endorsements is because of what they do. Yeah. That's not a compensation. That's that's a perk for playing really good and being really good. There's no doubt that Tiger Woods, in my opinion, the most underpaid athlete of all time. My opinion. For you take what he did for the PGA Tour and what he's done for the PGA Tour. I, I'm I, that's what I think. I mean, I, I think, you know, there's a, you could there's another one like Michael Jordan didn't make as much money in his career as, as you know, he he made it off of basketball. You know, outside of of basketball. But God, from what Tiger did and, and has done for the PGA Tour, I, I feel like he's really underpaid. Well, he's he's raised purses. He's raised Everything. more money payouts. Yep. And maybe this is something that in, we look back in five years and say, you know, Phil started something that helped benefit a lot of players. Oh, it's gonna, they're going to change everything. And he's the one that took the whole fall for the thing. He's, he's the one that's going to get... Everything that bad happens to him, and everyone else potentially receives everything that, from the good stuff. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Phil Mickelson fans are still going to be Phil Mickelson fans. Yeah. Well, he he, he needs to. He doesn't have any sponsors, but he's got fans. I don't, I just I, maybe he'll get sponsors back. Maybe time will heal heal everything. But you know what? It's not a good time for this to happen. Right, right to the end of his career. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see how this whole thing works out. Well, it, it seems like it seems like if this is the stand that they're going to take with the PGA Tour, now why not take the hundred twenty million dollars? I wonder if that. I wonder if that offer's still on the table. I wonder if that after what he said about the Saudis too. I wonder if that like. Um, I wonder if the, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, have they just forced his hand? Where hey, that's the only place I have to play now. Might as well just take it. But I wonder if, you know, if if it's even like an option now. That's interesting. He's got a lot of stuff going through his mind, I'm sure. Well, there's nothing to stop him from doing something like those um, celebrity things and going and doing those things where he has a celebrity playing with him when he had Charles Barkley and all yeah, the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but it, it, to do that, you know, those things, to do those things, you have to have sponsors. That's true. And, uh, you know, you, you got to, now maybe sponsors will come back online. I don't know. But to do those things, you have to have sponsors. Maybe he could do just stuff independent of the tour. and just good. He wouldn't have to get a release anymore. That's for sure. It's going to really be fascinating to watch what happens with, with Phil Mickelson. It's it's going to be fascinating, for sure. All right, Rick, thanks. Good stuff. Thank you. Uh, that's a fun conversation. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast so you can get the Hank Haney podcast every day. Uh, hope everybody has a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Haney podcast.
The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.